This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report. Back by popular demand, we have two distinguished leaders in charitable efforts in Western New York with us. We have Stefan Mahaliu, who is the former controller of Erie County, and Mike Bellani, who was a tremendous uh, person in marketing and advertising for decades in Western New York. We're going to be talking about struggling with depression and inspiring Suicide Prevention Month. A little background information. First of all, October is Emotional Wellness Month, and we're going to be talking about that. Former Erie County Controller Stefan Mahaliu and current political consultant at the firm Big Dog Strategies works closely with his good friend Mike Bellani to help spread the word about the importance of seeking help for emotional needs. And he had a little unseen victory last week because Stefan was the one who was against all the overtime for county employees, spoke out about that for years, people getting $10,000, $100,000 in extra pay in management, and now it's becoming law to outlaw that. And that was all Stefan Mahalyu's work. So we didn't congratulations. Hear that, did we? You heard it now. No, but we didn't hear that when they made the announcement. Of course not. Because Brian Rusk is the only person in local media that actually tells the truth <laughs> and is honest. All right, we'll <laughs> I'm let him continue. I appreciate right. that, Brian. Yeah, well, Thank I, you. I, I, I read for two years your battle, and now history has proven you're right, but it's sad it's after you left office than when you were in office. And no one gave me credit back then, I'm but all of a credit. sudden, you're it's the only all, one. We're, we're, this is an exclusive on the Rusk Report, <laughs> on the Bet 1520, and Stefan Mahalia is given the credit for what what he worked two years on, and there, you're right, there wasn't one word in the press on your accomplishment. Not a word. Yeah, I appreciate that. Michael Thank J. You. Bellani, since 99, has served as owner and managing partner of Bellani Associates, specializing in communications, rainmaking, and publishing. Mike is also deeply connected to the Western York community as a member of the Rotary Club of Niagara Falls, board member of Recovery Options Made Easy, and a volunteer at a number of organizations and churches, including St. Luke's Mission of Mercy on the east side of Buffalo and the Mental Health Advocates of Western New York. And Michael chaired the biggest fundraiser in the history of the Friendship Foundation to help the homeless, people with drug problems, and psychiatric needs. So we salute him. Uh, he was an unsung hero. Let's uh, first talk about what is this month, Emotional Wellness Month, gentlemen. Well, I think it's an important one to talk about. And Brian, thank you so much uh, for doing so. And, and as you mentioned, the firm I work for is Big Dog Strategies. And and at first, you know, we started maximizing uh, Meta, known as Facebook, you know, for political purposes. You know, when I first ran for county controller, Brian, as you had mentioned in 2012, uh, we had 100% of our advertising was spent on television, uh, Ampole Eagle, uh, newspapers. Uh, but in the world of politics now, it's the exact opposite. And the more we start doing work with Meta and Facebook, we realize that it's not just a, a great platform for people getting their message out. But we also noticed that, you know, September was Suicide Prevention Month. Brian, as you mentioned, uh, that this month also, too, uh, the month of October, Emotional Wellness Month. Uh, how that's become a platform for people to be able to reach out and help. Um, a lot of the different agencies that we work with when it comes to social work, mental health, they made the point that sometimes people are discouraged or they didn't want to pick up the phone 
and physically call someone. So there's a lot of agencies that are maximizing Meta, Facebook, even in the, you know the Buffalo area, Crisis Services at Buffalo, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, uh, and even in Syracuse, uh, CNY Safe Space. They have platforms where people can make that first outreach on social media, on Facebook, and they'll just send a message. They'll stick their toe in the water and say, okay, I need help, but I don't feel comfortable talking to someone about this dire need that I have. Uh, and so Mike and I, who are, who are dear friends and we're involved in, in numerous charitable works, uh, including Buffalo Curcio, uh, you know, we try to spread the, the love of Christ to all of our uh, brothers and sisters across Erie County. And the more Mike and I started talking about it, we said, you know what, you know, let's find some platforms where we can talk about this uh, and spread that good word that whether it's through you know, Facebook, through friends, or picking the phone and calling someone, uh, that this is an important month to talk about the fact that you can uh, seek help for something like this. And Mike is such a powerful witness in that respect that I thought, you know, let's let's get together and talk about this. Yes, Michael, um, as I mentioned, was the hero of the Friendship Foundation for the homeless people with psychiatric conditions and drug problems. He was the hero raising about $27,000 in one night at saying his grand manner for these programs five times what the organization usually makes and I think that's why he left the board because we exhausted him he worked so hard <laughs> one-man show wonderful person uh, talk about we were talking about struggles uh, with depression talk about that well please. you know it's funny Brian and, and once again I I echo uh, Stefan's uh, um, thank you for hosting us on the show um, uh, for 40 years you've been doing this radio show your your dedication uh, and and the what you've been able to provide to the general public in the guests that have been here has been phenomenal so we thank you for the opportunity but also you're, you're quite a visionary in that you also founded the uh, friendship foundation to be the development arm of the resource uh, rsi and uh, that was and, and you recruited me in i had no idea what that was and the only reason that I took an interest was because of September 17, 1992, I had a near-fatal bicycle accident um, in Canada. It's uh, by grace of God, the power of prayer, my parents, uh, their strong faith um, saved my life. Um, but like Humpty Dumpty, they put all the bones together, but the only lingering ailment um, after I left ECMC was a traumatic brain injury that was misdiagnosed for 10 years prior. Um, and you knew that, and that's the reason I joined that board. And the Friendship Foundation, ironically, was the first of three organizations to present me with a, uh, um, a Courage to Come Back Award. Um, Ken Hausnick, who we also honored um, in that organization, in his retiring year, 2020, at the Mental Health Association, called me and wanted to present me with another Courage to Come Back Award. And I said, no, I really don't want to do it. And he said, you have to do it. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know what? If I do it, I'm going to only do it. I want to then tell why I'm involved with mental health. And that means come clean with a story about suicide attempt 10 years earlier whom only a handful of people knew about. And he said, well, we certainly hope so. And uh, you only have three minutes to give an acceptance speech. And I told my wife, I said, watch the crowd. It was packed. It was March 11, 2020, and uh, COVID was lurking around. And uh, I told my wife, when I re read this sentence, watch the audience, and um, 
and sure enough, their mouths dropped when I said I stood on the side of a throughway and was going to throw my hat in the road uh, when the next semi showed up. And out of and their eyes were like, "You? Oh my God!" And sh- uh, amazingly, a car pulls up. Uh, he knew me, recognized me, and my, I had the hood up in case a cop came. I said I had car trouble. And he said, Mike, you got car trouble? Before I could even answer him, I look up. I said, okay, God, now what? And as clear as we're talking, he said, use the tools I gave you to help end the stigma associated with mental health and um, do what you can to help the less fortunate in our community. And that's what I've been doing. And then the next day after that event is when uh, Poland Cars and the governor shut down the state and the county, which would have been a perfect recipe for someone with depression to be told you can't leave your house. But because I came out that night before and all these people came to me and gave me cards, I'm now busy calling and being a quarterback. Our buddy Sammy Violante, Wonderful man. who has been OCD, on a couple times. we worried about him, but he decided to take COVID and go and gather all his memorabilia. It took him months to log it all down because he doesn't have a computer. And he then donated it. We did a big auction. So the two of us, by giving out, uh, using our talents that we were born with, but in our, our uh, illness, we helped others. Well, it wasn't a setback. It was a setup. Uh, we have uh, two great leaders helping mental health, helping people struggling with depression. Our guest today, Stefan Mahaliu, former controller of Erie County, and Michael Bellani, owner of Bellani Associates. If you're listening in Cheektowaga, Northern Florida, or Montreal, drop us a note. We'd like to hear from you as our 50,000 watts of clear channel power blanket, 17 states, and much of Canada. Please write to Brian Rusk, Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet cards and letters from a Canadian and European listeners. Now, I'm now going to appeal to the the better half of Stefan Mahalyu because I'm going to be talking about the Ampol legal, and he's very proud that he is half Polish. <laughs> That's he's right. My, my my tattoo, my Dida Baba came over from Ukraine, but yes, my mother, uh, American-born and Polish, and very proud of that. Okay. In honor of that, Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading The Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. To have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who called regarding our recent guest, Ken Abramowitz with the Save the West blog in Lake Worth, Florida, Mason Winfield, who leads tours with haunted houses, and Isauro Blanco, psychologist uh, from Spain. Coming up, we'll have the author of the new book, Kaz, Bogdan Kotnis, on this program, and former Deputy County Executive Carl Calabrese will all be on the Rusk Report on the Bet 1520. A little bit more information about Mike Bellani. As he mentioned, in September of 92, he was involved in a near-fatal bike accident, which he survived due to the amazing medical professionals at the ECMC. 
while the accident has left him with a traumatic brain injury and associated side effects, Mike Bellani has made it his life's mission to use his God-given talents in, in working tirelessly to eradicate all stigmas associated with mental health. And Stefan Mahalyu, who is now with Big Dog Strategies, works closely with social media companies like Facebook to promote different ways that people can reach out for help, like Facebook groups and nonprofits with strong presence in social media. Our guests today, Mike Bellani and Stefan Mahalyu. But Brian, you've been on you know the radio for forty years. I mean, literally four decades. And you know, it's so important now to, that you're being so open and willing to have this discussion, especially with Mike, and, and even you know the Ampol Legal, another media outlet, which is is just a huge treasure uh, in the Buffalo area when it comes to keeping Polish tradition alive. But Mike, you know, decades ago when you first started radio, even having this discussion about mental illness, suicide. It really wasn't out in the open. No one talked about it on Facebook. No one talked about it on the radio. But now, Brian, thank you for having this forum because now it's important to touch people with your story and to say, regardless of the avenue that you reach out, there is help available. Well, I've seen, and and a lot of it is due to the doors that Brian opened for me at RSI to go to their facility on either uh, in in, uh, North Buffalo, the University District, or I love going over on Main Street and just being around these men and women who are mentally challenged. Um, I love sitting in there and, and talking with them. Um, I'll tell you, I have five, under my Bologna Associates, I have clients, black, brown, Native American, <laughs> mentally challenged, physically challenged. All five of them prejudiced against. And each day I debate which one is prejudiced the worst against and I have to, it's, it now is be, it between physically challenged and mentally challenged. Forget the skin color. Those two, um, because they are truly the voiceless. And there's so many stigmas involved. Why people didn't talk about it decades ago. You know, Brian, you, you asked about my wife, Ashley, who's a social Lovely worker. Lovely woman. Oh, she's great. I always say, I always joke that, like, maybe her... Her great-grandparents and mine, like, traded goats back in Ukraine and Poland. That's the reason why she married me. But, you know, her being a social worker, she's made me more in tune about feelings, emotion, an issue like this, where, you know, we just had three very young children back to back to back. Uh, Maxim, who's four, Emmy, who's three, and then uh, Victoria, our baby. You know, 40 years ago, you would just say, oh, okay, you know, the, the wife and the mom is feeling down. Oh, that's the baby blues. Just work through it. And no, I mean, it, it, it can be for paralyzing for women when it comes to actually postpartum depression and things like that. Uh, and, and Brian, again, I cannot thank you enough for having this platform just to, to talk about it because I think that almost, I don't want to say normalizes uh, any of these very serious issues, but it, 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 when you're out in the open about it, people are more comfortable talking about it and then they can seek help. Well, it does. And, you know, that's why on, I had all these plans of grandeur for the 30th anniversary <clears throat> the one, and I'll still get a hold of her, was to bring in Glenn Close, who filmed The Natural here. Right. She was the, the mother, ironically, of Bob Rich III, who was Ted Hobbs in the movie, Robert Redford and uh, Illegitimate Son, in the last scene in the, in the movie. Uh, but she now has a foundation in California, the Glenn Close Foundation, because her sister had suffers from bipolar and when I read her mission statement and everything on there, I'm like, whoa, this is exactly what I believe. 
so that didn't happen. But what did happen is I woke up at four in the morning and I wrote this amazing post um, that the Lord said, here, you got to put that out there. And then I rushed from um, Silver Creek because I was with my client, J.C. Seneca, um, who's running for counselor out in the Seneca Nation. I rush in to walk um, in a suicide prevention walk with Mickey Kearns and his family. Um, and Mickey Kearns, as you know, is running for re-election for Erie County Clerk. But he had a suicide in his family. And I didn't know anything about this organization. I showed up there. There's over 3,000 people of a national organization that has a chapter in Buffalo. I'm like, whoa. And the uh, the head of crisis services comes up, hugs me, and thanks me for the Facebook post. I'm like, what? And it struck me. Oh, yeah, I wrote that. As I'm walking, I'm looking. There's over 100 comments at 9 in the morning, two hours later. Wonderful. Well, both of you have done so much. Um promoting more awareness for struggles with depression and also paying attention to Suicide Prevention Month. You're both giving, caring, loving people who care about those with mental challenges. Let's talk about how you can encourage others that are hurting psychologically. How do we motivate them? Well, I think one of the things now is just having the different avenues to reach out to people. Again, you know, use that example decades ago before social media existed, before Facebook existed, it was always just, okay, you've got the baby blues. Oh, you're going through a rough patch. And and not really, more or less, putting a Band-Aid over these very, you know, serious issues, whether it's postpartum depression, mental health struggles, things of that nature. I think the importance is just talking about it, finding some kind of platform to talk about it. Mike, when you shared your, your story of being on the thruway, I thought, okay, that's, and and we're very, very passionate about our Catholic faith. I thought that is a true God moment. That is a true God moment where that individual spotted you before anything happened and to say, okay, now I'm going to use whatever time I have left to talk about these important issues. Well, it it goes even further, is that from there I went and got a hold of Jody Lameo, who was then the CEO at Kaleida, and he was previously at ECMC. And as Brian knows, because he was there five years ago when we did the 25th anniversary, we raised about five, 10 grand or so at a great event at Russell's Steak Shop some more um, for ECMC. And I said, Brian, uh, Jody, if you don't find me the best brain doctor in the world, I'm done promoting ECMC. How is it that they had, ECMC had just recruited from Strong Memorial a, a brain trauma expert, Dr. Mark Levecki? who interviewed me the next day and said, well, you don't have bipolar. You have this traumatic brain injury, and if you follow these five simple steps, um, you'll live a life you never dreamed of. And I'm walking out of there saying, is this guy out of his mind? I almost killed myself. He saved your life then. And he said, then the steps are easy. Take your meds, which weren't that strong. Um, Eat healthy, exercise, sleep, manage your, your stress, and in my case, continue praying. Like, geez, that's everybody. But he was right. I'm doing stuff now. It wasn't even anywhere near a radar. I would have never imagined what I'm doing now uh, way back when. But prayer and faith is so important, especially our shared Catholic faith. Yes. It's hugely important. Well, that's why my favorite word of all time is the only word that you can't touch, see, feel, um, smell, um, anything. But you got to have it. Faith. And the opposite of faith is fear. Well, that's a problem that we 
live in a godless society today, and that's and that has to change. People do all these mass shootings. Uh, they don't believe in God, and you see it in our schools. It's it's horrible. Our guests today are two tremendous leaders helping mental health and eradicating the stigma of mental illness. Stefan Mahalyu, who is now with Big Dog Strategies, a political consultant firm, and Mike Bellani, owner and managing partner of Bellani Associates. If you're listening in West Seneca, Toronto, or Washington, D.C., drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, the Bet 1520, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. And again, all our programs are for years on our podcast. Just go to the Bet 1520 Saturday Show's Rusk Report, and this program and others are there for years to come. A little more information about our guests. Again, former Erie County Controller Stefan Mahalyu and current political consultant at the firm Big Dog Strategies works closely with his good friend Mike Bellani to help spread the word about the importance of seeking help for emotional needs. Mike Bellani is a graduate of the State University of New York at Morrisville with a degree in journalism. Mike spent 12 years toiling in the newspaper business as an award-winning sports reporter and editor for the Tonawana News, Courier Express, and Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. Let's talk more about the stigma associated with mental illness and how we conquer this negative stigma. And we've all have loved ones, friends, uh, that have committed suicide, and we know just the the, the really, really uh, tragic consequences of that because they say it it literally lasts generations, more so than just the the direct or immediate family uh, of those are involved. And I think it's just the importance of having the conversation about it, not being ashamed, not having a negative stigma uh, around mental health uh, and around. Uh, you know, suicide prevention, because again, September being suicide prevention month, you know, this month, you know, October being mental health awareness month. I think just raising awareness and talking about it, it never happened years ago. Well, I think, uh, Stefan, I think one of the positives of uh, COVID is that it brought the awareness of people suffering from mental illness to the forefront. And it brought the awareness of the need for more um, people within the um, the mental health field to help. Um, so that helped because before, um, if you were in this feeling of, uh, you know, depression, you know, it, it, the military is, is the worst because you can't go up to your sergeant, you know, geez, I, I really, feel, I think I have depression. You know, they'll laugh you out of there. That's horrible. And black men are in a leading case because of the pride factor. But it really goes across all socioeconomic uh, lines that people are, they just don't feel right telling someone they don't feel right. Well, you mentioned the military. Years ago, they just kind of, in many respects, unknowingly swept it under the rug and said, oh, you've got shell shock. Right. You know, for moms, again, my wife Ashley, an amazing mom, amazing wife with three kids, oh, you just have the baby blues. That's all it is. But it goes far deeper than that. Yep. Well, when I would speak, I would tell people, you know, we all felt bad for Jim Kelly when he was diagnosed with cancer. And I thought it was, you know, the whole world, you know, said a prayer for him. And I said, I wonder what they would have done if he said, you know, I can't go on any longer. I have schizophrenia 
or I have a, a, a bipolar disorder, a mental illness. Uh, most would just run. Uh, but I thought the most interesting and telling point, and this is a lady that we honored at that big night at the uh, uh, the Friendship Foundation, is uh, Thurman and Patty Thomas's daughter, Annika, program uh, was suffering from anxiety and depression, and one night, um, and we had her as our honorary uh, um, uh, guest at uh, the Mental Health Association's walk, and then we honored the the family at the Friendship Foundation. But one night, Thurman and the family's very, very close, and they're not hearing from her. And they're driving home, they're well, all right, no big deal. Well, they don't see her car in the driveway, and they don't hear from her, and now they're worried. And so she finally comes home, and, you know, she's married, Patty's married to Thurman, Patty's a, a white girl, and so um, Annika's a you know, young girl of color, and for Patty to say she came in white as a ghost tells you something. Yeah. Right. And they immediately looked at her and said, turn around, we're going to the hospital. And they went to ECMC. And the irony of it is they put her up on the mental health floor, literally three floors, the same room, three floors above Jim Kelly. Huh. And he was in there, I think, for a second time with cancer. Uh, cancer. Jill came up and told her, you know, Annika's like, oh, why am I here? Jim's the one sick. I'm not, you know, what's wrong with and she says, Annika, you know, let's pray on this. But your sickness is as bad as Jim's sickness, and we could get over it. There was something very striking I saw on a documentary about fentanyl and, and drug use. And one of the moms uh, whose son overdosed died, you know, she made a very similar point that if my son died of cancer, I'd have people with casseroles at my front door. Right. But because it was related to mental health and drugs. And that's why, again, you know, Brian, I, I greatly appreciate this opportunity because We're I do work with a lot of social media companies, and again, I, I mentioned the CNY Safe Space in Syracuse. Exactly. They actually highlighted for an entire month on Facebook. They put people every single day from every walk of life saying, I struggle with mental illness. See, I think if you could get social media, because that is, people are now, I want to be a chiropractor because people's necks are, you know, strained down, but if you could get the social media networks to focus on that and make it a real Oh my God! I could I could relate to that because what I have found out, both me and others with suicide, is I'm convinced that uh, a high 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 ninety percent is uh, self is uh, premeditated, and most is you know what, I'm beating myself up because I'm in this dark hole, not taking care of myself, not asking for help because you don't you can't. I'm sorry, we have to bring the Rusk report to a close. We've learned so much from two. Great leaders. we got to come are, back, Stefan. We'll, we'll have to have part two. Seven We're hours. highlighting show. Emotional Wellness Month. Two tremendous leaders uh, boosting mental health programs, Michael J. Bellani and Stefan Mahalyu. Uh, I salute you. And it was Michael who promoted the intercom stations to have hundreds of public service announcements regarding the stigma of mental illness. Thank you for boosting us. Also, uh, special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production for the past 15 years. Thank you for enlightening West New York, Michael J. Bellani and Stefan Mahalyu. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 